I'm Hazel Goodman, and welcome to The Winner's Call. I am so excited to share God's Word with you today. He led you to this podcast because He has great plans for your life. You are born to win, born to reign in life. You are no ordinary person. You are destined by God for greatness. I'm born to win. I'm born to reign in life. Happy Valentine's Day. I am so happy to share this day with you. May you receive multiple beautiful surprises all through this day and beyond. Today is the perfect day for you to hear this message entitled, What Would Love Do? And for those of you who are hearing this message and it's not Valentine's Day, then this is your perfect day and time for you to hear this word from the Lord. But before we begin, let's pray this little prayer. Father, come on, say with me, Father, in the name of Jesus, open my heart to receive your word today. Go ahead. Open my heart to receive your word today. Now, by faith, begin to thank him for it. Lord, we thank you for it. Father, we thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let them not hear me. Let them hear you. By your Holy Spirit, let your word be heard today. And Lord, to you alone be all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And the church said, amen. Now, come on, wave to the person next to you and say, I love you with the love of the Lord. Come on, go ahead. I love you with the love of the Lord. Don't be shy now. As I always tell you, we are in a huge stadium. Millions inside, outside, and millions are tuning in online. Big screens everywhere. Come on, shout hallelujah, somebody. Shout amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, as you listen to this message and take action on it, there will be breakthroughs in your life and you will experience the supernatural turnaround hand of God in your life and affairs. Come on, say amen if you believe that. Now, this month we began our teaching series entitled Love Never Fails. And last week, our teaching was Love Yourself. Love Yourself. And we said that God wants you to love yourself because Jesus said it to us in Mark 12, verses 30 to 31. Listen, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. And the second like it is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You were then asked the question, are you loving yourself? And we're taking the time this month to get some understanding of love because our faith will not work without it. Galatians chapter 5 verse 6. Galatians chapter 5 verse 6. Faith which worketh by love. Love, you see, is the foundation we need for our faith to be strong. And remember, God is love. So as children of God, we are carriers of divine love. Divine love is the kind spoken of in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 4 to 8. I like it particularly in the New International Version. Listen, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, 
always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Isn't that beautiful? So, you know, if you're fasting and praying for a hundred days, right, and you can quote every scripture, but you're not walking in love, your faith still won't work. So we have to root ourselves firmly in love. Now, walking in love does not mean you are a fool or a pushover. God will help you to set boundaries, and you will be empowered to take a stand when they are crossed. People often quote Jesus' instruction, you know, to turn the other cheek. Mark chapter 5, verse, I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 5, verse 39. Matthew chapter 5, verse 39. But I say unto you, that ye resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. But they forget what Jesus did in Matthew chapter 21, verses 12 to 13. Listen, Matthew chapter 21, verses 12 to 13. And Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves and said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Now he was our loving Jesus, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, as Acts 10.38 tells us. But when his boundaries were crossed, there was a divine reaction. Come on, say amen, somebody. So don't be afraid to love, you know, or to show love or to walk in love, because the Holy Spirit is in you to first empower you to love, and to give you discernment if you are being used or taken advantage of. And so I wanted to make that clear because oftentimes people are afraid to open their hearts or afraid to love. But when you're a child of God, you have the Holy Spirit, and He gives you wisdom, He gives you discernment. So now with that understanding, let's open our hearts to this word the Lord has for us. And today's teaching, as I said earlier, is entitled, What Would Love Do? I recently heard the testimony of a great man of God who I truly admire, and he said that when he had been told by the founding pastor of his church that he was going to ordain him to be a pastor, he and his wife fasted for 14 days that it would not happen. (laughs) You know, he had only been converted for two years at that point, and such an early ordination had never happened in the history of that church. And he himself was still young in the Lord, you know, new in understanding the mysteries of God, and was also just beginning to enjoy success in his profession. For the first 18 years of his life, he had had no shoes. Now he had a nice home, a head-turner car, as he called it, you know. And having been poor all of his life, he didn't want to give up the comforts he had just started to enjoy from his success. And also in those days, becoming a pastor was a call to a life of poverty, and he didn't want to return. But finally, he made up his mind that he would meet with the founder of his church, who was also his mentor, and tell him, I'm sorry, but I can't accept this ordination. So when he finally got up the courage to go and meet with him, and he told the man of God his decision, the man of God said to him, I know what God told me, but if this is your decision, all right. But I just want to tell you one thing. I love you. And he said that was it. That just broke his heart. You know, it touched him so deeply that he could not walk away. You know, how do you walk away from genuine love? You can't. He accepted the ordination and is the giant of giants among pastors across the globe today. Unimaginable miracles take place in his ministry. 
and it's all because of three little words spoken from the heart. That was all that was needed to lead him into his great destiny. He could have missed it. Love did not fail. And also, love did not make him wrong. You know, the head pastor could have easily criticized him for perhaps loving the things of the world more than God. He could have put a guilt trip on him or or even condemned him. But instead, he just simply said, I love you. You know, when we are confronted with situations and circumstances where perhaps a loved one or someone dear to us is not doing what we know God would want them to do, maybe they're making choices that we know will have negative consequences in the long run, and we've told them in all different ways about it. You know, then it's time to get quiet and ask ourselves the question, what would love do? Now, since the first fruit of the Holy Spirit is love, right? Because the Bible tells us in Galatians 5, to 23, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, and self-control. So the Holy Spirit will show you what to do or what to say. He will probably bring to your remembrance the first instruction listed in 1 Corinthians 13, 4-8. Love is patient, love is kind. And then ask yourself the question, Am I being patient with this person? Am I being kind to them? Then go a step further and ask yourself, am I truly concerned about them? Or is this really about me and my needs? (laughs) You know, we got to ask that question. For example, are you a parent and your son or daughter is going astray? Maybe like the prodigal son's father, you don't know where your son or daughter is. Or perhaps they are at home, but they're behaving like the prodigal son. Ask yourself the question, what would love do? And God will show you and empower you to do it. You know, I read a testimony recently of a woman who came to Kenneth E. Hagan, another great man of God that I admire. They call him the father of faith because as a young boy, he was given up to die at the age of 15 by doctors and ministers. But he caught hold of Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. And he came off of that deathbed after 16 months and from the age of 17 went on to teach Bible faith, teaching believers worldwide how to have faith in God and in his word for 70 years before he went home to be with the Lord. So after one of his meetings, this woman approached him and told him she wanted him to pray for her son because she was so worried about him. He was staying out late, and she believed he was also in a gang, and she was so afraid that he would end up on drugs and in jail. And Hagen told her that he wasn't going to pray for her son because her fears and condemnation of the boy would cancel his prayers anyway. He told her to stop beating him over the head with the Bible and Jesus and just love him. Yeah, he said that. Read the book. It's in his book that we are recommending this month, Love, The Way to Victory, by Kenneth E. Hagan. And he told her, instead of lying in her bed at night worrying about him, to simply say, Lord, I surround him with faith and love. I don't believe he's going to wind up in jail. I believe he's going to serve God. Well, 15 months later, Hagan was back in that area preaching again, and the same woman came up to him and told him that at first it was hard for her to stop worrying and make those declarations that he suggested, but she kept at it. Then she said about six months ago, her son came home at 4 a.m. in the morning 
and told her he wanted to go to church with her. That same Sunday, he received Christ into his life. She went on to tell Hagen that before he was 100% for the devil, and now he's 100% for God. Hallelujah. Love never fails. Come on, let's say that together. Love never fails. Let's say it one more time. Love never fails. No, it cannot. It cannot. Because why? God is love. You can read this awesome testimony and get even deeper insights on love in Kenneth E. Hagen's book, as I mentioned earlier, Love the Weight of Victory. You know, a dear friend of mine that I grew up with in church from childhood, after hearing this message, she reminded me of something I had told her to do 20 years ago. Can you believe it? I almost didn't remember, but she had a boss who was not kind to her. He was always treating her unfairly, you know, favoring other workers over her and so on. And it was really upsetting her. And she reminded me that I said to her, every time you see him or think of him, just quietly say to yourself, I love you. And she said at first when she would do it, this voice would laugh and say, you know, you don't mean that. You don't mean that. But she just ignored the voice and kept on doing it anyway. Well, to make a long story short, like a dream in the night, in the process of time, they became good friends to the point that she and her daughter would visit he and his family on holidays. It was amazing. Now, that's what you call a supernatural turnaround. Love never fails. Listen, let me tell you something. Daring to love in the face of unkindness is not easy. I keep working on it myself, but I don't give up because I know it works. I know it works. Now, let's look at how to grow love in your heart. How to grow love in your heart. Number one, meditate in the Word, right? You've got to spend quality time meditating in the Word, spending time with God. As we've said, or, you know, as I keep saying, God is love. So just like you become like the people you hang around with, you will become more and more like God as you spend time in His presence and in His Word. Psalm 82, verse 6. Psalm 82, verse 6. I have said, ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. Number two, read the book of the month several times. Love the way to victory. Because it will give you deeper insights on the importance of love in our lives and how to go about activating it, how to go about walking in it. It's an awesome book. Number three, practice love. Practice love. Show your love by acts of kindness. You don't have to know someone to be kind. You know, you, for example, perfect example of this. I was shoveling snow the other day. <laughs> you know, we had a snowstorm in New York. Oh my goodness. I went out to shovel because my worker was out of town. So I went out and there I was and it was fine. You know, I was handling it, moving it. You know, I'm accustomed to shoveling snow. And this young man just came up and he said, do you need help? And I said, how much? Because, <laughs> you know, nowadays, folks don't help you for free. I said, how much? He said, nothing. And he just grabbed my shovel and knocked it out. And it was a good bit of snow. It was a good bit of snow. That was an act of kindness. You know, when we do that, we're showing love. We're showing that love is in our hearts. Number four, say, I love you. Say, I love you. You know, that's so hard sometimes for people to say. Don't wait until someone dies to tell them you love them. You know, it leaves you with an awful feeling if you miss that opportunity. That happened to me. And I believe that's one of the reasons I'm so quick to say I love you. 
You know, back in high school, I came home one day to the news from my mom that one of my best friends was dead. She suffered from asthma, and that attack, that particular attack, was fatal. And to this day, I still can hear me crying through the words, you know, I was just bawling, Mommy, Mommy, I never told her that I loved her. And I don't know, you know, I don't even know that I understood love at that point in my life, but that just resonated for me. It it just hit me. Yeah. And I and and too, it was the first death that I'd really experienced of a peer. You know, when you're in high school, you're not expecting your friends to die. Make saying I love you a daily practice. Make sure that the people that matter to you know that you love them. Not by just saying it, but also by the things you do. And so as we close, remember to ask yourself in every situation when, you know, the opportunity is there to just go off, what would love do? And when the Holy Spirit tells you, do it, do it. Before this week ends, I'm going to give you a challenge. I want you to reach out to someone you've been promising to call. Maybe you've been promising, I got to I write, I got to text this person, blah, 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 blah. Send a surprise gift to them. Show your love. Pray and ask God to show you where your love is needed. And as he shows you, don't procrastinate. Do it. Do it. Come on, let's give God thanks for the word we've heard and received. Father, we thank you for this word today. We thank you for this reminder. We praise you for it, Lord. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, the kind of love I've just been talking about is only possible when the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, is living in your heart. He comes to dwell in your heart when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So if you've never accepted Christ, or if you knew Jesus Christ, but you got separated from him, he sent me to tell you he loves you, and he's calling you to come back home. That's the only reason why you're listening to this message today. So both groups, you've never accepted him, or you were connected to him and you got disconnected. Come, pray this prayer with me now. Dear Lord, I come to you today. You know my life. You know how I have lived. Forgive me, Lord. I repent of my sins. I accept you, Lord Jesus, as my Lord and Savior, my physician and healer, my provider, who died for my sins. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and live your life in me and through me. From this day forward, I belong to you. Bow your heads now as I pray with you. Father, these are your children that have prayed this prayer. I can't see them, I can't hear them, but you can. And Lord, you didn't call them in vain. No man comes unless you draw them. And so you drew them today, Lord, to bless them. I pray, O oh God, that they would draw closer and closer to you and that your love would grow, grow strong in their hearts, making them a blessing wherever they go and also making them a blessing to themselves. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, welcome. You have just come home to the kingdom of our Father, Almighty God, and a change has taken place within you. The Holy Spirit has now come to live in you. He will counsel you, strengthen you, comfort you. Now commit to growing your faith in God and knowing God more by spending quality time meditating in His Word, the Bible. 
Also, ask God to lead you to that church where you belong, you know, that physical building. We have a virtual church, the Winner's Call, and we're here to teach you and encourage you in the faith, but God also has a place where you will fellowship live also. I attend Winner's Chapel in Hempstead, Long Island, and if you live in the New York area, you are welcome to worship with us there. And please continue to attend our live Zoom meetings from Monday to Friday. Visit our website, hazelgoodmanministries.org. Listen to our weekly podcasts. Subscribe and don't forget to review. And your faith will grow from strength to strength. Welcome to the family of God. Jesus is Lord. Now, before we receive the prophetic blessing, I want to bless you for your week and pray a special prayer for all of us to be empowered to love more. Let's first receive our love offering, and I'll be right back to pray with you. If this ministry is a blessing to you, please visit HazelGoodmanMinistries.org and sow your love offering. Come on, let's pray now. Pray with me, Father, in the name of Jesus, empower me to love like you love. Go ahead, pray that prayer. Empower me to love like you love, Lord. Now let's begin to thank him. Lord, we thank you for it. Thank you, God, for empowering us to love like you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you believe he has heard you, give him thanks for it. Lord, we thank you for it. We praise you. We worship you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And as you go, keep in mind that God's Holy Spirit is in you, going before you to make safe, joyful, and successful your way. Remember, all things are working together for your good. You are the head, not the tail. You are above and not beneath. You are the lenders, not the borrowers. A thousand will fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. And whoever gathers against you will fall for your sake. Because no weapon formed against you will prosper, and every tongue rising in judgment you shall condemn. Why? This is the heritage of the children of God in the mighty name of Jesus. And I declare, I declare supernatural breakthroughs in your business, in your career, in whatever you are called to do. In the name of Jesus, I declare favor surrounding you this week. The blessing of God being upon you this week, ordering your footsteps, guiding you. Blessings coming to you unexpectedly in the mighty name of Jesus. I love you. God bless you. We'll be together next time. If you are blessed by our podcast, please subscribe on any of your favorite podcast platforms. We can also be found on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Please subscribe and leave a review. Also, visit us at hazelgoodmanministries.org. I love you. God bless you. Remember, you are born to win, born to reign in life. You're no ordinary person. You are destined by God for greatness. I'm no ordinary person. I'm destined for greatness. Are you born to win? Are you born to reign in life? You are no ordinary person. You are destined.